93.3, Singapore's most influential radio station. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chuan Tian Time now for Culture Club. You know, one of the things I really like are looking at those uh, videos that help you to recycle clothes, make it into like a tote bag or something like that. Mm-hmm. I never get around to doing it, but uh, <laughs> the idea I like is the always idea. there, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it just takes us that extra effort to do it. Yeah. And I think I can speak for many of us. Um, we just don't have the time. Well, uh, that is what the Make-O experience is about. You know, you think you, you make access cutoffs, making the compartments of a bag or old school camp tees, making into some kind of, uh, you know, the tote bag or something like that. Um, and it sounds like quite fun. It is uh, the brainchild of the founders of Jin Lee Studio. Yeah, this is very interesting because I do have a lot of unusable (laughs) clothes that don't fit anymore that will make good tote bags. But yes, shoppers can also be part of this uh, circular process if you are like us with no time to do that. And you can learn how to keep unwanted materials off the landfill as much as possible. Yeah, it actually reminds us that uh, recycling should be the last resort in this circular initiative. Uh, It also serves as a timely reminder when you start thinking about the Singapore Green Plan 2030. Mm -hmm. Well, to tell us more about the importance of circular fashion and how Jin Lee Studio is used, designed to conceptualize this initiative, of course, joining us in the studio, Jin Lee herself, designer and co-founder of Jin Lee Studio. Good evening. How are you? Thank you. I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me. Well, you're welcome to send your T-shirt my way. <laughs> so, since you brought that up, Jimmy, yes. I want to... <laughs> no, no. My, my question... It got to be clean, though. <laughs> of course, it's yeah. always clean. Um, they stay in the closet for long periods of time. But in terms of recycling and reusing all these mm-hmm. things, uh, is it better for me to just send my jeans, my T-shirts and whatever to people who can still wear it first mm-hmm. before we think about you know, repurposing it to something to that, else. Right, I think there's just too much of it. I think this is why we decided to launch our project called Make O Initiative mm-hmm. by Jin Lee Studio. There's just too much of it. So what we try to do, what we try to do here is to um, is to develop um, ways that we transform unused, unwanted. Mm-hmm. Like you say, I have. You know, should it be better if I give it away? So, and into uniquely redesigned product and. The intention is to expand their lifespan so mm-hmm. that they don't land up in the landfill as yeah. quick as we like, right? Sometimes so, they say Singapore a bit sayang to throw away. So sayang, at least you yeah, reuse sayang. it, you kind of, hey, I can still see this item. In fact, when we ran our survey, we find that was the key thing why people oh. still keep saying, sayang. <laughs> well, well, meaning, uh, yeah. it's, it's a waste. Hot pin, hot pin ah, to throw away. Okay, you it's pay like $100 yeah, yeah, for yeah, a pair of... You don't, they, they might not want to use it because mm-hmm. it might be a... It might have a sentimental value. That's why they're keeping it. Okay, so ah. not only Siam, but also there's a sentimental value to it. Yeah. So they want yeah. to keep it, but they don't have use for it because they're outgrown it. The style is no longer theirs. Mm-hmm. So that's the reason they have this extra textile um, products or ways in there. So if it's closet. something sentimental and re- you repurpose it into a piece of, mm-hmm. well, I don't know, bag that mm-hmm. you can use in the grocery mm-hmm. store, then it's still with you. Correct. There's still value. So what we tried to do with Make O is that we prototypes. 
to show people what's the viable outcome. Okay. So they get to visualize because when they say sayang, I don't dare or like I sayang like what ways we can't want them to have a look at what the outcome would be. You've brought so some I mean, of like, them here. We brought here. some here, but yeah, we uh, we've got this it. on video, so we'll be able to look so back at it on our Instagram stories. So this is stories. called two tea bag. Okay? Mm, okay. So it's made out of two t-shirts. So that's a front, that's a bag. Oh, oh look at that! Right? Ah. And that's the sleeve of the bag. Okay. okay. So basically, we are utilizing the T-shirt. So we're asking ourselves through the design process, what do we want to keep from the previous life? So we okay. decided the neckline is quite, um, you know, mm-hmm. recognizable. And obviously, the graphic, if you go for yeah. your concert, you want to keep yeah. them, right? So this is how we start the process to kind of like ask, what's the previous life that we want to retain? So what's your favorite part of the Can T-shirt, for example? And then how do I continue to build them? So this is okay. the two tea bag, and then we have like one tea bag, which is one a bit more straightforward. Mm. So that's oh, one, I can one see T-shirt. The, you can the, see the neckline. The collar, right? yeah, yeah. The neckline. And I think the most interesting part of this is that it's still with you. Yeah, you correct. don't have to give it away to somebody correct. you don't like or to, to whatever. So what know? we hope to do by prototyping, it give them that vision of what it can be. Right. So mm-hmm. when they come to a workshop with your T-shirt, for example, you kind of like, oh, I can see my T-shirt in that, right? Yeah. So that is, that is one of the first initiatives that we roll out under Make O. Yeah. I repurpose. like that there's a story to tell as well. It is, right? So you kind of can tell people, well, this is my like. This is my child's t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> yeah. That's, a, that's a very good story to tell if yeah. you have favorite stuff that yeah. you can't wear anymore. Correct. But I think the intention, like I say, is to keep the lifespan as mm. long as possible. Yeah. So it's reduce reduction of waste. So we say that landfill is getting full up, right? Yeah. So yeah. just keep it slow. Mm. Just slow how it how long does it take to make, say, the two tea bag? Uh, the two tea bag is about an hour and a half, so you have to kind of like send us your T-shirt to mm. prep it. Mm-hmm. The one tea bag is about an hour, so that and, one you can do. And I, I get to yeah, make you, it. You do it, not me. But you guys prep yeah, you, it. You, you oh. have to do it. So I'll guide you through, or, or Mika will guide oh, you through. Very nice. So that's why it is. I'm not selling the bags. You are bringing your bags or your T-shirt. To be so do we, do we need that. a sewing machine or anything There like will be that few too. sewing step, steps that we will help you with. Okay. So you technically do need to know how to sew. But if you want to sew, you're welcome to step on the machine. We'll give mm. you some you know, check and see that you actually know how to sew. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is great and what you're doing for the environment and what you're teaching uh, not just you know from one generation or one generation could pass on to the next but what do you get out of this? You see the thing is that why we do it right so maybe that's the key question we are we are a fashion design company right. so we do we do clothing okay yeah. that's fundamentally what we do so we have the first hand account of what textile waste we have in our industry Okay. so as we look at this uh, linear production model that's what we do right we produce so it, you imagine this pyramid so we start from one side of the pyramid so you have like okay us designing sourcing for fabric and say okay I'm going to sew this at that you know and then you build this layer of values up to this user stage. Okay, sure. we ship it, you know, like send it to the shop, retail it, and the user buy it. And then you kind of like go a bit, you know, downhill. Yeah. There's a loss of value. Yeah. So we find that this linear model is um, perhaps what aspires us to start looking at a circular model, which is how do we kind of kick it back up? Mm. So sometimes we have customer that comes to us and say, help me, some mishap happened, my, my pleats got ironed out. By yeah. the way, we are known for our hand mold pleated item. I think we got quite a fair share of customer coming to us, asking us to rescue the dress. And then we go like, okay, if I rescue this dress, she wouldn't dump it, right? So yeah. because it's, it, it's, it's damaged. Yeah. So, you know. so we say, okay, we do it. And then we did it and we did it. And then we realized that by doing so, actually we are keeping it off the landfill by trying to rescue it. So that's the first form of like keeping it in the loop. And then by redesigning um, a a product that had been done, it's not raw material. Okay. Mm. It makes you think in a different way of designing. So usually we design, we imagine the world, we have raw material, but in this case, I cannot. 
your t-shirt I look at it I got to work with it you know so I really have to adapt my designing skill to that wow. and that intricate kind of process really fascinates us yeah, yeah. so we imagine the world what if there's no raw material yeah. and designers materials are our tools so you yeah. kind of like literally just took it off us so this is how the project got started why we did it because we had that textile waste that we deal with mm, and mm. you know that's an aspiration to try to mm. try to implement circular model into our way of production Mm-hmm. But circular model and what you've, ta- you've talked about, Jin Lee, goes against the, 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 the core of fashion where mm-hmm. you have to create something that's trendy mm-hmm. every season mm-hmm. and then make it maybe, you know, uh, 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 an item that's desirable for mm-hmm. people to mm-hmm. keep buying mm-hmm. uh, your product. So how do you make money and how do you run a business mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. this? Uh, I think uh, there was a few words that you mentioned. I, I don't remember that. Oh, but desirable, I think it's still fundamentally what we do. Whatever mm. I do here, it got to be desirable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first mm-hmm. and foremost, let's clarify that. So no doubt of that, but the way we go about, we have we have this tagline that we say, making fashion that matters. We just kind mm. of like it's making, right, very hands-on, very craft. and right. matters because we are not really into trend-based. We are kind of oh. like saying like, okay, when we design an item, can it, uh, can it last? You know, what's the longevity? How long can people use it for? How many times she can use it? How many wear I can get? Out of it, so I don't think it's contradicting in the in, in the initiative that we run. It's more like those are what we feel like is our passion project because fundamentally, what we are doing, we are we are slowing it down. Mm. But we have a few other initiatives in our shop. One of them is called Get Order on Demand that we ask the customer to wait. It's a pre-order system okay. that we basically ask them to wait three to five weeks, and we believe that it also gives them a bit of like mindful consumption. So you don't just impulse mm. buy; you mm. got to wait mm. for your product. So mm. it's not immediate. Okay, so we believe that in the end of the day, development of uh, desirable products that have very thoughtful and mindful process, design process, helps to give it more longevity and also thorough thought through. So it's not about making it faster, cheaper. It's just mm. making it more uh, thoughtful and mindful of what mm. we are producing. With regard to the customers you have with Make O, mm. what's the demographic like? Is there a particular age group that tends to buy into mm. this more than mm. others? Good question. We launched the project. Okay, we, we, we just now launched the project. I mean, like we can kind of like refer to our current customer. Okay. okay and we say like ever since we launch, launched COTS, this is the other group under the project Make O, which is Color on the Spot. So as the wow. acronym for Color on the Spot. I like the color. It's very yeah, nice. But actually it's coming from one single base pack. Okay, so what we do, we print on the spot. So when customer choose the colors that they want, we print it on the spot. Because why are we doing that? Because we believe that uh, inaccurate projection. I say I will sell more black, but actually you love pink. <laughs> and then what do okay. I do with the black, right? I have incorrect yes. projection. Yes. So by doing coloring on the spot, we help to reduce that amount of waste. Okay, so for this project, it's, I can say that it's more our customer base. Okay, so okay. with that, it's widely accepted. Okay. People love it and all that stuff. With the upcycling, we are really kind of like pushing the boundary here. It's relatively new and kind of like a bit complex because eventually you are, you are telling people no raw material. Let's try yeah. to develop. And when we develop, the whole process has been pretty tough because I don't choose what comes into me. Mm. So your t-shirt and your t-shirt might be different thickness yeah. and how do I balance that? So mm. there was a design process that we have to go through wow. working with unknown. So in that way, I would say like uh, we, we wait to find out what's the okay. demographic but we've make uh, with um, make cuts with this one I, don't, I know you can't see it's, I would say like it kind of like widen out our demographic instead of like just woman customer as right. because we are doing women's wear we have also male and all that because they just love the crafting element of the craft elements of this hemopleting yeah. technique so they come in to experience that 
So yeah, I mean, in short, I, I, we will see. I mean, I'm in my 40s. I buy into it because I love bespoke. Because only I have it. Yeah, you know, and yeah. even with the upcycling, I mean, that's yeah, what's going to my head Actually, right that's now. what people say. Yeah. I love the one-off uh, yeah. mindset of like having one-off. So, okay. So I, I used to be like that <laughs> until I realized that clothes I buy will fit for one season and I gain two kgs and I can't wear them anymore. So in terms of fashion sustainability and the future of fashion, I don't mm. want to keep buying clothes because I don't fit anymore mm. and I'm struggling to lose weight. So mm. how do I balance that out for some... I mean, there are many people who are like mm. me. I, mm. We'll buy cheap because I know mm. that after two months I can't wear it anymore. Correct, yeah. Um, is there something that the fashion industry can do to address this? I mean, like Miko itself is talking about circular, right? So mm. one of the things that we have to think about is um, uh, how do you design circularity? So, for example, when I mentioned the handle being um, 3D printed, what's the idea of assembly-disassembly? So when I want to get this replaced, I don't have to chuck the whole thing out. I can mm. just replace part of it. The same thing to what you just asked me just now. Maybe it forces us as designers to think otherwise. Can I expand your clothes right. through my production technique. So one of the vision that we have for our project make, okay, which is pleating in the shop. So if I make my pleats a bit bigger and smaller, does that make the size bigger and smaller? It does, right? So, so if you iron out the pleats, it will be bigger. Big. <laughs> <laughs> but it, what I'm trying to kind of like illustrate here is the mindset change of designing differently. Okay. Designing towards that so form Actually, of Actually, now that you reminded me, I, I used to have a, a the shirt that is ringed, you know, back in oh, yeah, you yeah, know, the yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is, I right, ironed yeah. it out and yeah. it fits again. Perfect. So, perfect. <laughs> perfect. Do, do you have to, I mean, in this process as a designer, we are all, I mean, not we, but designers tend to be adamant on, on that particular style that they have. Okay. Have you had to change your mindset a lot? Are you now like a, a, a semi salesperson of mm, the environmental mm. advocacy kind of thing? Mm. I still see us as a designer to the woman we dress. Right. Okay, so we kind of like ask what she wants, what we, okay. you know, what does she want, right? How does, what's her lifestyle, what's the, her needs and all that. So we very much do that, right? I think it's just that because I'm in the fashion industry for, you know, can't tell you how long because you know my age, but <laughs> I think it's that feeling of like you can't keep chasing that, you know, like oh, okay. keep going for it. Okay, okay. this uh, this season is this, this season is that. Mm. So in the end, you can't want to build something that is a bit more sustainable. Just even for designers, we we can't, right. you know, kind of like oh let's um, let's uh, let's change this now. This is not trendy anymore. So in the end of the day, it's really it's not contradicting, but mm. it's just like as designer, every design that we churn out. Takes a X amount of brain cells, yeah, of you know. Course. Like <laughs> it's got to be functional, but now you're adding a bit of a philosophy to it. Correct. I think it's just kind of like giving respect to what we do. Okay. You know, I think that's what fundamentally what we want mm. to represent mm -hmm. is that whatever we do, we try to be very thoughtful about it, so that it doesn't feel like just a you know, oh, let me just throw that out and let me just you know. Yeah. So I think it's saving our sanity in a way that by slowing it down by thinking about our other way of doing things. Yeah. So as much as yes, what you're mentioning, like you want the customer to perhaps buy and then just you know go to the next. Yeah. It doesn't serve us as designer because each idea takes time to form. Yeah. So yeah, yeah it's a, it's balancing for us. Wow. Well. So getting more specific then, uh, Jindy, what do your clients today want to wear? And do they really think about what they will do with this piece of dress mm -hmm. 10 years down the road? Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> I, I would have to ask them. Like, maybe, maybe five <laughs> years. Okay. I think five years is a good, uh, it's a really good stretch. I think even three years, I felt like I'm, okay. I'm, quite, I'm quite happy with it. Um, 
repeat the question one more time on the front part. But like, like when, when you, you just can, let when, me think when, about when, two, five years yeah. now. <laughs> when they consult with you and you talk about what, what they, they you really know what want, this woman right? wants yeah. to wear, do you consult with them as well what they can do with this uh, piece of dress or shirt or blouse? So when we design, we try to get like three use out of them, right? So okay. we say like, okay, she should be able to wear to work. She should okay. be able to wear for the weekend, and mm. with a little bit of like dressing out, she can wear for the evening out. So this is at least on our part what we try to achieve mm-hmm. to to get as much use out of it. Um, and for the for, for in terms of like uh, for our clientele base, I cannot dress her for everything. I think this is market share. I can mm. keep going on and can dress her husband and all that. Mm. I think for now we are keeping it quite um, uh, in the category of day to night. So right. that transformation from day to night in a okay. single piece of garment. So I think this is how we serve her, and this is eventually why she buy from us. She might not come to buy from us for her, for her uh, pajamas or you know, or maybe other t-shirt, basic mm. t-shirt, etc. So, mm. but they, she will come to but, us for that unique piece. Well, would you be able to tell somebody like, okay, I'll make this dress for you. You can mm. wear this at work, wear it at night, wear it you know, over the weekend. And mm. three years down the road, if you don't fit anymore, mm-hmm. we can make it into a tote bag or a wallet oh. or, mm. yeah. or something that you can go shopping with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think this is part of the design process of make, oh, can I take things back and rework it, mm. right? So I think we start now by taking whatever you have back before we form a library of whatever people might bring back from our own collection. Okay. But the idea is the same. If we imagine in the world that we don't have raw materials so what will we design so if people were to bring things back mm. it's dematerialization so what I do I flatten out things right and okay. just use the fabric so in when we started off at this point we are looking at what is the previous like I want to keep right. so maybe I won't change it to a tote bag maybe I redi- design into a, another, another form of right. yeah another dress I think this would be more of an ambition for us rather than just treat it as material but not saying that we won't because it's still a form of upcycling mm-hmm. I think I think for us like with Mick O it have a very different handwriting from our current customer as you can see I mean if you can see the item in front of you and if you know what we have in the shop it's quite a stretch but we feel like it's a bit interesting to see how the customer can play with the idea oh yeah you can actually turn this into that and that gives them that vision of like maybe three years in three years maybe me over develop into that like uh, mm. people are bringing our own collection back to us mm. for reworking on just very quickly, uh, just some final thoughts. Uh, if I wanted to be a part of Mako, if I had a bunch of things that I want to mm. convert, uh, how do I get in touch? Okay, uh, you can reach out to us definitely. Okay. There's a few. Uh, there's a few experience going on. So we have a we have a workshop lab R and D center in <laughs> like <fun>. National <laughs> Design Center. Okay. So there you will see oh, all right. this. Okay. Yeah. So come out to the third floor. There you will see uh, this all kind of weird machine going on. We have a heat press that's like a really huge <laughs> machine, mm. and I think this is where we kind of like dream up. You know. We have in that room. You will even see like byproducts from our building. Our landlord okay. had poster. I mean, like they're hearing us now. Like they were, they have poster <laughs> that we are working on upcycling and okay. all that. So this is where it all starts. So you have to, you know, book an appointment, come in and see us, and we'll get you through. All right. Uh, we've been speaking with Jin Lee, designer and co-founder of Jin Lee Studio. Thank you so much for coming by today. Take Thank you for having day. me. Thank you. Bye. The news never stops, and neither do we.